Mercari is the selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You just take a few pictures, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With millions of people using the Mercari app in all 50 states, stuff really sells, and everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the App Store of your choosing or at Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com. And now let's batch. I was not shocked. Hannah G no, got me the one-on-one. It's just like I don't even want to think about what they're doing because it sucks. I think Hannah G is so sweet and so kind, but I feel like she's relied on her beauty for so much of her life. And it's hard to tell, like, what their relationship is and who she even is as a person, like, beyond. Yeah, like, yeah. giggly Hannah. Welcome to Bachelor Party, week six. It's really dwindling. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Alyssa Bereznak and Andrew Godadaro, all in person. We usually talk to you guys on the phone. How's it going? It's great. It's good to see you. Yeah. This was a tough episode. This was almost like a very (laughs) special episode on The Bachelor, except I don't think The Bachelor knew they were making a very special episode. (laughs) We're going to get into all of it. I want to start by talking about just really the roaring return of Chris Harrison after zero seconds last time. (laughs) He's back, baby. And then from there, things got really problematic. So we're going to get into all of that, including the moment which they yell, good morning, Vietnam. Definitely not knowing that's a Robin Williams (laughs) reference or knowing that there's any kind of American history going on. Uh, Hannah G's one-on-one date, which was basically a one very long shower. Kerpa's one-on-one, which was confounding. And we'll also talk about the group date, which um, for like the second time this season involves some kind of martial arts, basically. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, usually we get to this at the end, but let's start with the Chris Harrison TRT. Because as noted last week, it was the big bagel. Zero minutes, zero yeah. seconds. Did you miss him? Uh, no, not really. I didn't really either. We didn't really need them last week. I mean, I didn't really think we needed them this week either. (laughs) Well, Colton was distressed. So his TRT was one minute and 43 seconds. Would you guess over or under on that? Under. Well, all I remember is him being like, you seem pissed. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like Colton needs a lot of emotional support, and he's looking for that from the women. So it's kind of surprising we didn't see more of Chris Harrison. Or, like, why doesn't he just, like, immediately ask to go to Chris Harrison? Yeah, he's just wandering the beach hoping that Chris Harrison is there, too. Yeah, basically. (laughs) This guy loves – I mean, one thing Colton and I probably share is just love being by the waterfront. (laughs) (laughs) He was on the beach so much this week. It was kind of, like, crazy. Like, even when he woke up and he he was doing his vlogging, which, Alyssa, as one of our tech reporters (laughs) – how are you feeling about his vlogging these just, days? It seems like such a contrived way to get like young people interested in The Bachelor. It's like, ooh, a first person when it's like very clear there are cameras surrounding him on the beach. Yeah. Like he's definitely not there filming himself for the fun of it. I was wondering if he's maybe a little uncomfortable sometimes and a way for him to open up is to do it like into a phone or something yeah, like that. Yeah, mostly because he doesn't do too many confessionals. No, he so doesn't. It's mostly just him filming himself. I know. Well, I, and that gets back to the point about Chris Harrison because like I don't think he's comfortable talking to Chris Harrison. I don't think so either. And and maybe he's not comfortable talking to guys. Like that would get back to like some of the stuff he has mentioned about his trouble when he's playing football and like being scared to yeah. open up to his teammates about being a virgin and everything. Yeah. But 
if we were going to get a lot of Chris Harrison, and there's got to be more because we still haven't got, even gotten to the freaking fence jump yet. But it, if we're going to get a lot of Chris Harrison, like you would think it would be this episode. And it was stacked so early that I thought it was I, – I in my head, I was like, yes, he's back, baby. And then <laughs> le- still less than two minutes. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Uh, he did try to come in and like help him like sort out his feelings in the wake of the Onyeka and Nicole mess. And do you think he had much of an effect there? No, he was more so just affirmation for Colton. <laughs> He was just like, yeah, you seem mad. And Colton was like, yeah, I'm, I don't like these girls. And he was like, that makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it does like, Literally, sense. you could just be at a bar yeah. and like talk to the guy next to you at a bar. Right. <laughs> it's true. It could be like a random bartender, which yeah. might have been better. <laughs> might have been more helpful or something. Um, I was wondering if Chris Harrison was threatened or excited by the Vietnamese host of The Bachelor uh, also appearing on the episode. Because that was like. He did seem to be trying to up his game a little bit. That Chris Harrison? Chris Harrison did. Yeah. I also think he uh, seemed like he was trying to like set him up, but yeah. it just didn't go It didn't go very <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, there's a language barrier. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, they didn't show the translator, and he did seem like generally befuddled. Like, Ooh, yes. what's going on here? <laughs> Some weird stuff with, transla- with a lack of translators in general, because there was obviously other points in the various dates where there certainly were translators around. And you didn't really mm-hmm. get what was happening. Like with Han- with Hannah G's date, I'm sure there were many more people around than we actually got to see. We'll talk about that. But I knew that there, there was a Bachelor of Vietnam because I got this same pitch over and over again. And apparently they were they were pitching the crossover appearance of Koi Tran, the host of the Bachelor of Vietnam, who was going to be doing the play-by-play. And they really wanted him to get like some extra shine here in the U.S. But I didn't wow. accept. I, yeah. I'm okay with it. I don't feel like I really messed out. missed out or anything like that yeah I don't he didn't exactly like pop off the screen no in fact that compare that to like the the Fred Willard segment that they always do and he got like no time at all (laughs) didn't didn't go that great but it's probably like nice to like extend the olive branch to international bachelor seasons I'm surprised they haven't done it before yeah it's like diplomacy it's like obligatory at this point well with England, it would be so easy. Spencer Matthews was the bachelor, and he is now Pippa Middleton's brother-in-law. Whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah. Man, <laughs> he was also on Made in Chelsea. And his, wow. brother, his brother James is married to Pippa Middleton. Wow. It's fucking crazy. That's awesome. It's like if a Kardashian, like, married i don't know like malia obama or something like that like (laughs) it's really weird and i i don't know why that's actually not mined more but i will i will tell you the bachelor uk is way trashier like way 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 i believe it i fully believe that (laughs) is there a reason they don't travel there um i probably because they don't get anything for free Mm, yeah they don't get any trade outs i now know i used to call it kickbacks kickbacks now i know it's called trade outs (laughs) uh anyway chris harrison was back but he's only back at the beginning he didn't really help colton in his other times of need which i or really us and then ultimately this episode became really complicated i I thought it was going to be like funny and like cool we're in vietnam and like let's see what they have to do but they didn't they didn't do any like the exoticizing that's become so uncomfortable but in the course of this episode he got rid of five different women he sent home nicole who is cuban onyeka who is black katie who is i think half black and then demi who is very unique and then sydney chose to go home and sydney is also i think half asian Mm -hmm. and then he's left basically with all the pageant girls cassie taisha and kerpa and so the the, uh, like to say the optics of it are bad is just sort of like (laughs) A obvious and B doesn't doesn't really get at it because there there's also like the whole 
storyline of these women warning Colton that like some of these women are not here for the right reasons or they're not ready yet. And at the very end, Tasha and Kirpa are like whispering to each other, like it's just going to be the two of us. And then the, and the other four, like these white blonde women and then these two women who are two women of color who are kind of like literally like on the side and then the lineup of six women, they're on like the fringe and it's very uncomfortable. And I don't really know like how The Bachelor ended up this way, but it's kind of like <laughs> as predictable as it could get. Were you surprised that they showed Tasha and uh, Kerpa. Kerpa having that having that exchange? Yes, absolutely. Because it really like brought it all into focus. Yes, it really did at the end. But if you were inside the show, though, do you think you recognize like the the racial dynamics that way? Because maybe it doesn't seem as stark to you well, if they, you're so deep. I don't. I mean, it seems like maybe the line is crossing like who's deep and who's like a pretty distracting thing versus yeah. like an actual prospect of a relationship. So like that's probably how they're thinking about it. But maybe the reason why, I don't know, like you can get into like the reason why someone might be deep and not deep. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, I just mean because of like the producers, like someone there has to make the voice of reason to be like, this looks bad or like this like, or whatever. Cause it, you know, people joke about like they, they have to like, which black woman will make it to the second right. episode yeah. and then get voted out. I'm or sure when they have race problems. and Nicole went home and one fell swoop, they were like, Oh, Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> and then it just got worse from there. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty uncomfortable and it kind of sucks. Cause like, the heart wants what the heart wants. Like as stupid as that is, like Colton, you know, you're yeah. you're attracted to a certain person. Like you can't really control it. But there's the stark like lineup of the six women with Tasha and Kerpa on the end, and then Hannah, Hannah, Kaylin, and Cassie on the uh, being like one through four was really really rough. Did you cringe when you re- recognized that? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, it looks it's bad. like I just this is. From the very beginning, he chose Hannah G with his first impression rose, mm-hmm. and she's the hottest blonde one there. Yeah. <laughs> like that well, is the theme of every bachelor season. We can quote quote Kaylin on that. Kaylin said <laughs> that she's relied on her beauty for so much of her life. <laughs> what is, a statement! Does, I love Kaylin. Like Kaylin does not know Hannah G. I, I know, and, and Kaylin is the one who came in second yeah. in Miss Universe. Right. Beauty pageant queen. Your beauty. It's incredible. That was. That was like probably the cattiest thing all season. It was, it was shocking. It blew me away. She said it so casually too. Yeah, yeah like as if it was so obvious. I could I yeah. couldn't believe that. But even things like that, like really play into this dynamic that's now emerged of like ver- white versus non-white, and it's like it feels reductive to put it that way. But I feel like that's yeah. how The Bachelor has portrayed it as well. Yeah. It, it it'll probably get even sharper next week. I know. I don't feel good about it. No. So the central question coming out of this episode, and we'll go back and talk about everything else, is who is not ready? Like who is being <laughs> who is being referred to as not ready for what's going on? Because Colton on Sydney's way out, she said to Colton, like, don't get distracted by the sparkly things. There's a lot of we've got some great women here. And then he all and then he also said at the end I keep being told this is the second time I've been told this week that some women are not ready. So who do you think who are your guesses, Alyssa, on who's not ready? Well, first, I want to say that this feels like a manufactured storyline in some Uh sense because the wording was all very similar. Like Demi said it, Katie said it and Sydney said. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, producers are like really kind of. Like, maybe behind the scenes, they're like, if you go home, maybe you should warn Colton or something like that. Right. 
I kind of feel like the cameras were setting it up to make it about Hannah G. Mm. Like, and especially in the previews, because it seems like he freaks out when he's on a date with her. Yeah. Or talking with her. And I could see that because she is the influencer of the group. Sure. Yeah. And she also doesn't. And like we can go back to their one-on-one, but the opening up portion of that one-on-one wasn't necessarily like super heart-to-heart, and no. he's obsessed with her. No. So I think there might be like a certain level of fascination that he has with her that's kind of blinding him to his actual connection. Sure. And maybe that's what the women are seeing, and then they're just kind of translating it into their mind like she's not ready. She's not ready for this. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a it's a variation on she's not here for the right reasons. Like are those interchangeable? She's not here for the right reasons, and she's not. Ready? I think they're different. Two I think, different things. Yeah. I think they're different too, and that's why it's like specific that they're saying she's not ready. Who, Andrew? Who do you think they're referring to? I think it could also be the other Hannah, Hannah B. Hannah B. Um, there was that who's d- doing <laughs> who's doing like karate in the middle of the yeah. And they were, why were they so pissed about that? This they like, were very upset about it. Yeah, they're like, look at this bullshit. And that was that was Tasha and Kerpa, I think. Yeah. Who, or it was Tasha and someone else who I can't remember. But that's and what, Sydney. All right, Tasha yeah. and Sydney. Uh-huh. You're right. It was before Sydney. And he went home. This is what I don't get. It's like, ladies, he's looking to have fun. Yes. He doesn't just want to like have to talk about how he's feeling all the time. And if Hannah B is like a place he can go to have fun, like obviously she's doing something right. Yeah. He's weirdly into her. I, I'm I, a little shocked about it. She stresses me out. Like her whole presence is just like way too The chaotic. growl is yeah. getting out of hand. <laughs> Guys, I'm really into her too. I talked myself <laughs> into Hannah B. Yeah. Oh no. Well, this group, I'd most want to see her as The Bachelor. It would be so entertaining. It would be so goofy and weird. I just think it'd be like wacky and strange. And so strange. The guys wouldn't really know how to handle her. (laughs) Could she articulate herself, though? That's the real question. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. But she's getting better. She's getting better. better. She's more comfortable with him, but she doesn't have to say much. She's just like doing karate. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Like the people who are good bachelors and bachelorettes were like would be good quarterbacks because they like manage it all well. They kind of like help lead the group or whatever hannah would be like a horrible quarterback and that's why i'm <laughs> yeah. curious to see her as the bachelor it might, yeah it might be like good bad it would be like a social experiment right. or something like that yeah um do you think they could be referring to cassie and heather the, and i want to talk about them for a second well we know that cassie has been on a previous reality <laughs> tv show yes. about christian hotties i mm. i incorrectly <laughs> refer to it as a dating show it just was like set at their university biola university or whatever which you, it is a christian college and you're not supposed to like have sex while attending or something like that right so it wasn't a dating show but yes it was about being a, a hottie right. <laughs> yeah that's the yeah. that's it of the yeah. Show. Yeah. <laughs> i didn't watch it but that's what i got from the previews um, yeah it's called young once i believe right and uh, that kind of makes me think she is Sort of seeking fame, like this sure. is her second reality TV show. Sure, she had a really know. hot sister too, by the way. Yes, yeah, who's uh, like an, another Instagram influencer, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, I think Heather is the number one not ready person. But yeah, I mean, she just was kissed for the first <laughs> time last week. <laughs> yeah, that's the element of she it. confused a fr- an eight month friendship for a relationship. <laughs> she, <laughs> I mean, she's obviously not ready. We get that, but like they, they don't really focus on her. The other reason I think it could be her though. It's because she's so manipulative. Like she's always there to offer a soundbite, and it's it's kind of it's pretty toxic. But they don't ever mention her. Now she does skate by. She flies under the radar. I think she's so, so not a threat. She's so mm-hmm. obviously not ready. Yeah. There's she- this one moment in the episode where like it was right after Onyeka and Nicole were fighting, and someone's like, "Did I miss something?" And she was like, "Only the." 
conflict of the century. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the very beginning. Like, Ooh, like this is the gossip side of Heather that we don't get to see that often. Yeah, she is. The, she is the most immature to me, even more so than Obviously. Demi, who very much this week gave me everything I wanted. Her mother's out of prison, which is great, and she got a cell phone. I'm assuming a producer gave that to her. Right. Yeah. Someone with a good international plan. For the plan. purposes of the uncomfortable phone call they placed. Yes. <laughs> and so then Demi and Colton called her mother, Tina, and it was her first conversation with her mom since her mom left prison, which is bonkers on so many yes. levels. Don't you want your first conversation to be like solo, like catching up with her? Do you want Colton involved in that? Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, Andrew, it was. <laughs> Just a little. And uh, it was... I couldn't tell if Demi's mom was just overly emotional or just like put off by the whole situation because she was kind of just being like, it's good to hear from you. It was really confusing. I'm wondering how much she was prepped on her side. Yeah. Probably a little bit. They prob- there probably was like an, an appointed time, which they knew they'd be calling basically. Because otherwise, how do you know she's going to pick up? The time difference with Vietnam is so great. Yeah. There has to have been some pre-pro that went into that. My defense of Demi is that may have been the only way she could call her mom That's while she was abroad. Like an it's like, well, that's like, it's very uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why you would put Colton in that position. And that goes, it's like a whole different thing about how she's oversharing with him and not really asking him questions. Like, yeah. she's very much sort of like fabricating the connection by offering deep things about her <laughs> life. <laughs> but, but she, like, if that's the only way you get to talk to your mom who just got out of prison, like, okay, go for it, Demi. Yeah. She's ambitious. It's true. <laughs> yeah. At least she was making it work for her. Yeah. <laughs> I liked also when Demi was like, every time we have a group date, I act like it's just a one-on-one, which is true. She has done that. She does do that. She focuses on herself. Yeah, she she right. also is so good at just like feeding these girls to slaughter. I know. Basically. <laughs> I know. What was her, what was her like tops leading them to slaughter moment this week? Well, I mean, she was technically responsible for Onyeka going to Colton oh, right. about the Nicole thing. I forgot about that completely. So, like, <laughs> yeah, and she eliminated those two girls. Yeah. And that's and like, she, like the made second com- time she did that. She made a comment about it. She was like, it's good for me. So later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love her. She's so good. She's focused on the game, you know? Yeah. yeah. She's, she is so wacky. I mean, she obviously was not ready either. No. But I, but I think the other women liked her. Like, I don't think that that was like who they were really thinking of. No, it's yeah. Definitely. The, it's, yeah, she wasn't like a villain in that sense. It's now built up into a, a very big mystery. And and Sydney was the one I think who like crystallized it the best by and notably, I can't think of another time when two episodes in a row a woman has gone home by their own volition, like in the middle of the episode. Right, yeah. That's not really a good endorsement of Colton. Sydney's <laughs> departure was very elegant. I yeah, felt like, I like you're her. not giving enough to me. Like, yeah. what a great little. Like, I know twist. she turned it around on yeah. him. <laughs> I I like her a lot, and she, and he made it very clear in that conversation. That he literally has no idea what he's doing, and like is so overwhelmed for sure. It was pretty amazing. And then Nicole and Onyeka, they left at the beginning of the episode, which I was like just kind of relieved about. Glad to have both of them gone. Mm-hmm. One thing that's never a good idea on these shows is to accuse someone of bullying. Because even if, I mean, like, and I don't want to like be flippant about bullying, but like this is such a contrived situation that they all bully each other. I mean, the number one bully is probably Demi, actually. Like the way that totally. kind of like under the radar. And like no and no one accused her of it. Like it's just a really it's a weird insult to hurl in this kind of setting. It's because Demi's a genius. Yeah. She's so good. <laughs> She's so good at this show. But, She's playing chess, everyone else is playing checkers. Yeah, you really can't. You can't make your time about other people, right. basically. Like and anytime you do that, mistake. it's you're you're done. It's you're totally out. I'm really glad that Onyeka's gone. She was yeah. really she, yeah. really yeah. not my favorite. <laughs> really time. abrasive. We're gonna move on to the individual dates. But lastly, just the the mailing good morning Vietnam. Good morning. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, I'm. Yeah. I think there's a chance the producers also didn't even know like that would be like a, a weird joke, just because they've been yeah, like saying like, "Hello Singapore," like all that stuff. Yeah. But it was just such a weird. Note. They probably like knew that that was a movie title, and they're like, "Oh, that could be funny to say." But the, just like The Bachelor is very bad about like placing context in the locations they go to. <laughs> I know. And like every once in a while, they'll have like a slightly spiritual moment where it's like. I don't know, like maybe it was, I forget which season it was, but they had to like thank the jungle or something. Or they were like at like a, like <laughs> I don't a, remember, but I'm a sure monastery. That I forget. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I know oh, what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, that's like respectful and nice, but like just maybe, I don't know, avoid being too flippant I with know. a country that we like had yeah. have a really bad right. history with. I know. Vietnam is like, is still complicated. Like just to be clear, it's not, also it wasn't that long ago. So <laughs> yeah. And also, like, do you think any of those girls, those women, have any knowledge of, like, the Vietnam War and any kind of contour? Like, I'm sure they don't. No, I'll like, say it's pretty cursory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to guess. If that. Oh, my God. It was it was, uh, it was was a lot. Let's talk about the dates instead. Let's start with Hannah G. She um, got, like, a spa date, basically. Yep. Which I think that's a pretty good date to get. I would, I'd rather – would you rather have the spa date or the pretty woman date? Spa date. Well, personally, pretty women date. I mean, you, <laughs> trying to get some stuff out of this. Yeah, like you want <laughs> some material gain from, but that's like a whole different. Like, if I wanted to have a good date, not the pretty women date, mm-hmm. like probably the spa date. But I know I'm on reality TV. I want to get something out of it. So sure. pretty women. Good point. The spa date reminded me of like a, that's like a Survivor reward. It has very <laughs> yeah. very similar to like when they get when they win the challenge and they get to shower and eat something or whatever. <laughs> I had a few key questions. Do you think that the bathing suits they wore were provided by that spa or do they bring it with them? It seemed like they were provided. Yeah, right? they showed her. Yeah, they were. Her, like, they were like, you have to wear this. <laughs> but then his board shorts were like so like board shorty. You know what I mean? Like her black bikini. I was like, oh yeah, they probably gave that to her. Interesting. But his bathing suit was like way more like I got this or something like, like he brought it with him. It was really weird. Yeah. It was weird. He really liked the bikini though, apparently. I know, he did. He <laughs> loved it on her. He was he's so attracted to her. I don't understand why he waited this long to give her a one on one. Just a lot of making out on this date. So much. Just it so seems like much. that's all they did. We it didn't yeah. just cut from like making out on the chairs <laughs> to making out in the mud thing to making out in the shower. Yeah. Yep. I thought they were going to get a full-on massage, and they only seemed like they got a leg. She gave him massage. a massage. I really think that all of the, the attendants were like just slowly backing away yeah. as they <laughs> continued to touch each other. If you ever wondered if Colton was gay, I feel like this episode would dissuade you of it because he was so into her. Yeah, he's and it was super very, into it. very yeah, sexual. It's, it's nuts. It was like kind of uncomfortable. I was watching it in the office, and Alyssa walked in. She's like, "It's basically soft porn." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kinda, it was. It like was. had the music too. Yeah. It was like, yeah, oh my god, let's chill out. And it was like a long <laughs> shot of all of it. Yeah, it was. It got very intimate, and she was like on top of him, and yeah. then they, like they showed it like a wide shot of it, and I was just like, "Oh god!" <laughs> and then when they finally meet for dinner at the end, and they're like, and he was like, "What was your favorite part of the date?" They both yelled in unison, <laughs> "The shower!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, they must have really loved the shower. I was wondering if something else happened in the shower. Uh, there's been a mo- lot of discussion on this podcast of how what base Colton has gotten to, uh-huh. and. While there were cameras around, there's been a lot of footage we haven't seen, and I don't think they would have done anything on camera. But, like, maybe they got some time to themselves, and, like, it was just more than making out. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. It would benefit The Bachelors to downplay that stuff until 
for uh, sure fantasy suites anyway right. for so. sure they were just so passionate about that shower which did oh, look yeah. nice multiple shower heads <laughs> I was like that does, great. does look like a great shower <laughs> but it was just crazy how how into it they were I'm so surprised they were that comfortable like I don't it's know just, it's very weird to me I think she's the one who said that when she's with Colton she loses control and she like makes bad decisions or whatever yeah, clearly yeah. so we saw it yeah, she lost it gets lost in the moment um <laughs> And then finally, on the heels of Kaylin saying she's only um, she's only like a pretty girl who's relied on her looks her whole life, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like really the most cutting Still thing she insane. could say. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, she reveals that like, her kind of like central relationship trauma is that her parents got divorced, and she talks about how her father really loves um, their yard, loved their yard, and like loved tending to it. And her mom just drove across the yard one day to like make him upset, and that kind of like signaled the end of her parents' marriage to Hannah G. First of all, that is extremely traumatic for a child to witness. That's horrible. Yes. And second of all, that is mean and fucked up yeah. of her mom. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, Jesus, that is really aggressive. Actually, I feel like they kind of downplay the divorce thing, like. In a weird way, because I actually think that's like a super traumatic thing for a kid to have witnessed. It's like a Carrie Underwood song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> it is really, and really super intense. Alabama, which is where she's from yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Roll it kinda, Tide. It kind of made me sad. How did you feel about Colton's response to to the information to the news? Well, she described the memory as lame, mm-hmm. which made me yeah. think she's never been to therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, she de- definitely has not. Yeah. Definitely has um, not. I agree. Uh, and he was like, no, it's not lame. Uh, like, I think that that's the moment then you realized, like, you're going to have to deal with this. And I also have deport- divorced parents, and I don't like to talk about it. And sure. then they didn't really talk about it anymore. I know. So, I like, oh, there's a shower over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's take a shower. <laughs> it's like they don't really know how to – it's like he doesn't know how to bond with people. I do think he's well-intentioned and, like, ultimately, like, a nice, fine guy. But I don't think he knows how to emotionally connect. Like, I, I don't – I don't know what it would take for him to, like, f- to like get – to be, like, unlocked in that way. Because we haven't really seen it. And, like, maybe it's ridiculous to think we would see it on TV. But I just don't know if he has that – that depth or if he's able to like reveal it on television yeah which gets to the whole like you know going back to the question who's not ready yeah. it's like the person who's not ready is colton yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, uh-huh. i'm sorry <laughs> so and actually if hannah g is also on that level like maybe, maybe they will make a good together. match yeah. Yeah. yeah like i i almost think that someone like kerpa i mean kerpa seems really cool Kirpa's and down to dope. earth and like like someone like her would be really dissatisfied with having Colton as a partner because he's gonna hit a wall eventually and like need to go to therapy. Yeah, or need to like really think about what his life has been up to this point. Yeah, totally. That's a good point. Like he doesn't necessarily need someone who's ready. He needs someone on his level. Yeah, and like maybe that is Hannah G. Maybe it's Hannah B. My girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's in it. She's in Hannah it. Beast. She is really in it. I I really like her. I incepted myself. I was like thinking about who should be the next Bachelorette, and I was like talking through Hannah and now I fully believe it it's a self inception and, <laughs> and I feel good about it it would just uh, be like a bunch of kung fu yeah, yeah. exactly uh, I want to talk about Kerpa's one on one because it was really awkward and I fear she has a lot of splinters but first let's talk about today's sponsors Let me tell you about Movement Watches. Movement was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. Movement Watches are all about bringing quality designs at fair prices. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with texts. They tell time, like timepieces should. And better yet, Movement Watches start at just $95. 
Meanwhile, you're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. So it's no wonder Movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. I have a Movement watch. It has a lovely green leather band and like a rose gold face. And I get so many compliments on it. Seriously, all the time for my coworkers. I absolutely love it. And it's lasted a long time. I've had it for about two years and it's still doing great. So if you're interested in getting a Movement watch as well, you can get 15% off and free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash bachelor. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. So again, check out movement.com. That's mvmt.com slash bachelor for 15% off plus free shipping and free returns. Come on, join the movement. And don't forget, Valentine's Day is approaching. Love is in the air and Kalo, spelled Q-A-L-O, knows a thing or two about love and marriage. Started in 2013 by two guys who loved their wives but hated their wedding rings, Kalo is redefining the wedding industry with the first ever silicone wedding band. Designed to be more comfortable and safer than traditional metal bands, Kalo silicone rings come in a variety of silhouettes, colors, and patterns for both men and women. Kalo silicone rings are affordable, practical alternatives for engaged and married couples on the go and make the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. And you can customize your Kalo silicone ring inside and out. Choose from fonts, texts, and patterns to engrave your ring with something special, just like a traditional wedding band. Showcase your love for the outdoors with a mountain print or engrave your wedding date in the interior of your ring. The possibilities are truly endless with what you can create. You can take 20% off your Kalo order with the code Colton. So visit Kalo.com slash bachelor and use the offer code Colton at checkout. That's Q-A-L-O.com slash bachelor to get 20% off your Kalo order today with the code Colton. All right, let's talk about Kerpa. She got the other one-on-one this week. Probably the most screen time she's had. Probably more um, episode, more screen time in this episode than the previous five episodes together. Easily. And it's kind of weird. I feel like they planted – so last week she um, showed up with a bandage over her chin. She'd gotten stitches. And if you watched the episode, you'd be like, how did that happen? Did someone punch her? And then they released an outtake on social that was showing her going to the doctor and getting the stitches, but not the accident itself, notably. And I now, and at the time I was like, why do they do that? Like, that's just weird selective editing. I now realize it like set the stage for Kerpa to be a big part of this episode, mm-hmm. which that's is true. like kind yeah. of smart digital strategy, kind of. I don't really get it though. They obviously film everything. There's like, if they have those random conversations with um, Tasha and her like very not Warby Parker black plastic frame glasses <laughs> and every, like they clearly have all of the footage. I don't really get why they don't show Kerpa actually hurting herself. Yeah, but like I no, I completely agree. Like I would love to see the fall. Like that would be hilarious. Yeah. That's the whole like maybe they're saving it for bloopers. Maybe. <laughs> Cuz like that is a good lead up to bloopers. But uh, like you said, it is a digital strategy and I really think like people were writing all these headlines like where did the bandage come from? Right. Yeah, that's true. It's they true. did it with the Australian accent earlier this year too. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering I think they had, they, they lock episodes like a week in advance. I don't really know. But I'm wondering if the thing with Australian Brie, who is not Australian, was actually like indicative, like how they should be doing this stuff, which is leave a tease right. in the episode and then show it online instead. Because it so much of their audience is like on tw- is on Twitter and there's so much it's like I think I saw a study, at least from last year, that it was like one of the two most discussed television programs on Twitter. So it kind of actually makes sense to amplify that audience and and play into it. But it it's it's 
it would be very forward thinking for a network if that were the case, because most network TV doesn't actually work that way. They are definitely thinking about it because in the premiere, they like had that thing where they're like, we'll tell you this thing yeah. if you like like this photo on Instagram. And within like three seconds, it had enough likes. I think they were trying to get 10,000 likes for that picture, <laughs> which is really low. Yeah, and then it got it was like 30,000 in three seconds. I think like 10 million people watch The Bachelor. Yeah. So that's really, really low. <laughs> like everyone, who, everyone who is the lead, like Nick. Ben, like all the guys, they all, the women get few like, less, but all the guys get like a million, have a million Instagram followers. Ashley I. Kennedy also has a million. Wow. Wow. She has like, she's like Captain Planet, but all it took was finding a, <laughs> a fiance. Her, her power and presence is so much greater now that she's with Jared. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. They, they can't get divorced or break up or whatever. I don't think they will, but they have so much more like, they probably can earn so much more together than they can separately. Well, that's like the whole premise of their content now, right? Yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah. Their wedding's probably going to be like the most spawn con wedding of all time. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Me too. I'm like mean, true love, making money? Yeah. <laughs> why not make money off it? If it's real and you can also make money off it, like why not? I mean, you met on a dating show anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So Kerpa and Colton, they go snorkeling, which I think looks pretty fun. It did. However, the, did you notice the boat that they got like taken out onto the water and then jumped out of? A little old. Super old. <laughs> and they were like sitting on the edge of it. And I was yeah. worried she was like going to have a splinter in her butt. Yeah, it didn't look comfortable. Maybe she does. She might have. Maybe it's going to be in the bloopers. <laughs> Back to the hospital for Kerpa. <laughs> I think uh, snorkeling is a really good activity because you don't have to talk. Like you can like totally. hold hands while you're like flippering through the water. But it's not. It's like kind of like going to the movies, but actually even better because more entertaining. And, like, you can hold hands, but, like, it's not actually intimate at all. Well, like, they had an activity. They were, like, spearing urchins. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Colton, yeah. not a fan of sea urchin. I, oh, yeah. His face after he ate <laughs> yeah. it was, like, Ugh. Not a they fan. They did, like, a toast. And he's, like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. God, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's a fan of, actually, like, anything he's tried. No. So far, again, he liked the shower. I think he liked to get in, like, the mud massage or whatever. But I don't think anything that's, like, truly pushing him beyond his boundaries he's liked. Which is ironic because he's always in his, like, you know, camera. T- um, his ITMs. His ITMs. Thank you, Juliet. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's always like, I love travel and it's really important that my wife wants to explore things with me. And yeah, it's I like, know. Actually, yeah. you just like the spa and buying fedoras at the market. <laughs> it's pretty weird. He doesn't like any of the foreign food either. But I think they also, like, make him eat, like, like quote, unquote, weird stuff. Like, they don't actually... It's not like actually representative of what Vietnamese cuisine would be like or when they were in Thailand or yeah. Singapore. Which and Vietnamese food's so good. I love it. But they don't they don't have anything that's like actually um really like well done or like representative of, of that like nation's cuisine. So But fresh sea urchin is I, pretty normal. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> How many times in his life do you think Colton's had had sushi? Mm, good question. Like twice. Although he did he about Hannah G, he was like, Oh, I want this sushi roll. That's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. But like he's probably a California roll guy with imitation yeah. crab. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think he's getting like a hand roll or whatever. Wait, isn't that what he bonded with Katie about? They both like sushi. sushi? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's weird. I don't see. I, that's weird. Thinking it all through, I don't know. Just like is it supermarket <laughs> sushi? Maybe it's just a thing he's lying about. He's like, yeah, I really like sushi. Yeah, or maybe he, like read somewhere that it's cool to like sushi. <laughs> or maybe it's new or something. Like when he moved out to to L.A., he like, or I don't know. I'm confused at where he lives. He spends a lot of time in L.A., but he's allegedly lives yeah. in Denver. But if mm-hmm. you follow him on Instagram, he's in L.A. all the time. Yeah. Makes sense. Really weird. Buzz's date was most notable to me because I think they had the best conversation about sex that Colton has had 
this season. Perhaps it's because he's had to talk about it so much, yeah. but he finally seemed comfortable. <laughs> and she was explaining that her, she and her fiance were, who she did not get married to, broke up because it wasn't right. And the only reason, it was implied, the only reason they were engaged was to have sex because he was waiting until he was married. Yes. Um, and Colton was like, just to be clear, <laughs> yeah. that's not why I'm waiting. That was like yeah. almost verbatim what he said. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm it's saving myself. Religious. He was like, it's not religious. I'm saving myself, but it's for the right person, not for God or something like that. And I thought that was like, and he was like kind of like laughing and smiling as he said it. Yeah. He didn't seem nervous. And he also was like, I think sex is really important. Like, I'm definitely yeah. on board yeah, with that. Yeah, he's like, I'm down to do it. <laughs> just to be just clear. Maybe he the date with Hannah G. Yes. Yeah. That. I will do sex. Is it possible he gets sex with Hannah G? Seriously, do you think it's possible? I think at the most it's probably like heavy petting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is that too explicit? No, it's not that explicit, yeah. which is why it's so funny to say it. Like, It's just, I don't know. He just seemed like, re- like just rejuvenated from that date. It, like, really lifted him up. So I'm just like, is it possible? And he probably is just so tired of talking about it at this point that it's just, like, a joke to him. Yeah, I know. I know. Kerpa revealing that about her fiancé, I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, good job, like, Bachelor producers for finding all these people in these, like, interesting virginity (laughs) setups. I know. There is, like, there has been, like, a lot to discuss. Yeah. And another, like, pretty young woman who's either been engaged or married, Mm -hmm. like, Tasha. I think someone else was engaged or married, too. I can't remember. Tasha, yeah, yeah. She was married and she got yeah. divorced, but she's Christian. Yes, for her. And she, and I, I'm, like, really rooting for Tasha. I like her a lot. Although, I think he has kind of cast her into, like, a mom-like role. Yes. He said to her, like, you're someone I can come to, like, both with a shoulder, like, or someone I can come to and, like, be comfortable. Did he tell her? Or she was Calming. A, yeah, calming. Mm-hmm. He's called someone else calming this episode. Kerpa. So. Kerpa. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's just some women who are, like, safe for him and some who he's, like, extremely sexually attracted to. Yeah. Tasha's in the safe zone for sure. Yes. His makeouts with her, nothing like Hannah they're G. So, yeah, they're so tidy. So tame. <laughs> yeah. And also, she's, like, clearly the aggressor in those, actually. I noticed that this week with her body yeah. language. Like, she's leaning over. I don't know. I I like her a lot, but that she's she's not winning. Also, she's getting a little too political, as we know from the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. like the tea comment. She's like, I want to be the one to spill the tea. I know. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, the group date this week was another like martial arts type of date. Um, More choreography for Colton? Yeah. It's did- the second time that he's had to do a fight sequence. He was good at it. <laughs> he loves it. He was really he, good at it. <laughs> he was really good. Yeah. I was impressed. How long do you think it took him to learn that? I don't know. I mean, like, it was a pretty it elaborate It wasn't that routine. complicated. He's doing a lot of moves. I know. He really was. There was, like, a flip at yeah. one point. Yeah. I was really impressed by it. He's, he's a legitimately really good athlete. Because yeah. He could be, like, a stunt guy, right? In, in the scenes for next week, which who knows if it's next week, I rewatched the fence jump like several it's times. It's crazy. Like <laughs> It's amazing that he could do that. Yes. Yeah. Like let's send him to the Olympics or something. <laughs> it was yeah. so quick too. Like, the athleticism just... <laughs> is really off the charts there. It was, re- it's it's truly impressive. Like when you hear people like going like, oh my God, like I probably would have as well. That's a fucking high fence. Yeah. yeah. He looks Wait. like possessed. I'm not even sure how he got the leverage for it to be honest. <laughs> it's right. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he just has so much upper arm strength that it was just like he made it happen really easily. It reminded me of like Spider Man, honestly. (laughs) I was really. It's really really crazy. He's a really good athlete. I I will definitely give him that. I can't believe he didn't actually make the NFL. (laughs) Um, Who got the rose on that date? Oh, Tasha, because he said that she made him feel comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. But Hannah B was the real winner because because everyone was mad at her for like doing like the like doing more moves with him. She was (laughs) Alyssa. Well, Andrew, you can answer as well. But what did you think of her hot pink? 
crop top and high waist <laughs> pants I outfit. I mean, she looks great. She has she like did, a beautiful yeah, body. Great but body. Like, I it did not like it. <laughs> like, okay, so can you explain something to me, like? Sure. about its structure sure. is it connected in the front like i got the impression that the back was open but then like the front part... i thought they were separate but, oh. but maybe i was wrong yeah it wasn't even a crop top it was like a bandeau yeah top that's why i got confused with a ruffle yeah it was, it was a lot and, like, honest, and the looked... legs were flared yes yeah. it looks really cheap too yeah just if i'm being honest maybe like something from revolve or i don't know <laughs> no not even yeah i like think lower. less yeah, yeah because she because she had to get it before she's on the show and now she's living the revolve life i'm sure <laughs> right right right. but before i always associate the bachelor yeah i know with, yeah. i know but i, th- I think like even, even cheaper it was like crazy but she's coming into her own and i i love it i freaking love it she's in she's a nutcase um <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty she's wild. She's the only one who enjoyed that date. You know, no one else liked it. She was yeah. definitively the star. She was like, she. I think she has like a lot of aggression to work out. Oh, so yeah. when you give her an activity, she, she's game. Like she'll do it. Yeah. She wants to do whatever. I'm trying to think of anything else happened on that date that we didn't cover, but I don't think so. It was kind of. Just Demi getting punched in the face it multiple was, times. Oh my <laughs> God. Poor Demi. This is the time of the season where like when you do these group dates that are supposed to be like fun and physical, everyone starts breaking down because the yeah. pressure is so bad. Like it reminds me of when they played volleyball on next season. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they were like, everyone was just crying for no good reason and they were just playing I've heard volleyball. Of, with that date, the reason everyone was crying is because they were promised that they would get like a certain extra time if they won. And then they didn't end oh, up getting it right. or something. So like, the producers like lied to them basically. Mm. And that's why everyone's really upset. You can never discount that they're drinking or not. This this week we saw them drinking more than previously. Like a lot of Hannah G at the beginning had that like really full glass of white wine. <laughs> and then, which I always love. Just like yeah. so that seems like the drink that she would have. <laughs> totally. I would be a wine cooler girl. I would get I would do like 50-50 just because I easy to drink. Yeah. Still keeps you kind of refreshed. I would go for all of that. But <laughs> um Everyone was just really trying to get their time with Colton. Like most of the the group date was like the was the one on ones. Katie was the saddest, and therefore I was really sad when she went home. It was tough. She's really into him. He started out being into her, but she's just not hot enough for him. Like not to say she's not hot, but like yeah. she's just not his type. Or not his type. Yeah, I also think that he has clearly been coached on how to reject women without telling them to leave. Yeah. So like you saw that with. Sydney and with Katie like he was basically just like I can really try and I want you to open up to me and like I'm here for you and like the, the, all of that just seems like really canned quotes that the producers fed him and he kind of memorized yeah absolutely and the women could tell like that's why they were so upset yeah so they started leaving <laughs> yeah and he would be like well can you see yourself like talking a lot about in the, in the conditional instead of just like how he was feeling basically right and so then of course you're not into that like if there's no if you don't if you're not feeling it I would leave too I'd be like I've made it to Vietnam probably get a couple days here to myself then they'll send me home they'll pay for it whatever I'm out sure. I yeah. would leave too the women are perceptive they know yeah mm-hmm. they can tell what's going on um, a couple other things I want to cover mostly mostly following up on last week and stuff number one a lot of conversation and a lot of people hit me up and I appreciate it about what Cassie's in graduate school for and I've now learned there's a lot of animosity towards Cassie in the speech language pathology uh, world because Whoa. you have to get a, you have to get like a PhD like an advanced degree to be a speech pathologist basically and so the fact that she's representing herself as one is like is a problem for a lot of people who worked really hard to get that degree but also it's possible she didn't do make that choice like the show just decided to say she was a speech pathologist 
I was so interested in what SPL like stood for on yeah. the outline, and thank you for explaining it and not just using the acronym. No problem. No um, problem. Yeah, th- that's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, not, clearly, it's probably not her fault, but maybe it is. I I think that they were probably like she's probably like I'm studying to be a speech pathologist, so they're like okay, speech pathologist. Yeah. They, they decide the yeah, little they, they, yeah, yeah, I don't think that uh, the sloth would have chosen the sloth for herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> <laughs> Or Ben kissed, never been kissed. Yeah. Like, let's probably know what Hannah wanted or Heather. Um, are you guys familiar with Chase, who was in the top four from JoJo season? Yeah. Yes. Do you watch the challenge? No. Well, I do. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, personally, I highly recommend it. It's a great show. It's seriously. There's a whole – this season, there's, like, so many people on it because it's, like, rookies versus vets again. But there's a whole block of British people, and so there's a whole. That's incredible. Yeah. So and they're from like Geordie Shore, X on the Beach, oh my God. Um, Love Island, Love Island, Love. Big Brother. It's amazing. It's Do you awesome. Watch I I need to watch this season. I kind of really fell good. off, but this setup well, it, is super interesting. Yeah, you can get. It's kind of just like the er reality show now yeah. because they just bring it a competition show because they bring everyone in, and so it used to be about like rookies versus vets and like the main kind of political dealing you'd have to do would be aligning with the vets with Johnny Bananas or there's this new faction called the Lavender Ladies. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. There's a couple of alliances that have permeated season to season, but now there's just this whole new one, which is the British block, like BLOC, you know? It's like, it's, <laughs> wow. it's amazing. And meanwhile, Chase is who, who came in fourth yeah. on JoJo season. Um, has just been looking for fame. He's now on the show. Are you familiar with Nani? She's been around in the uh-huh. system for a long oh, yeah. time. Chase falls for Nani like instantly. Like on, <laughs> on night one, they make out. Nani is back after a long time and she for years on and off has had like a thing with Johnny Bananas, the Bananimal. And oh my God. <laughs> the Bananimal did not like what was going on with Chase and Nani. He like wanted like Marcus territory. And by the way, for many years, Johnny had a girlfriend. The last few seasons, he's broken up. He's back in play. So... Nani and Johnny are like super flirtatious. She's like straddling him and like Chase freaks out on like literally the second day. (laughs) And everyone starts dragging him being like, well, dude, this isn't The Bachelor. It's like just been one night. It's like how things go. (laughs) It's it's honestly amazing. And he's going to be like an outcast because Johnny's mad at him. Nani's always been very romantically entangled throughout this her time on the show. I I really recommend it though. It's a great reality show. Also, (laughs) it it looks fantastic. It's like shot in in high definition, obviously. Obviously, but like with like these beautiful sand dunes. Where are they? I don't remember. Somewhere at the Somewhere desert. Cool. Somewhere at the desert. And um, <laughs> it's a great, great show. I highly, I highly recommend it. I I'm love glad it. to hear he's having trouble because I never really liked Chase. Jokes. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Anyone who will even allow the public to believe they're dating Tommy Laren, whether it's true or not, <laughs> is just yeah, just a great point. Yeah, <laughs> completely out of the question. It's it is just so absurd. And finally, I wanted to land on a question for you too. Now they obviously give the contestants selective access to cell phones for phone calls, for selfies, et cetera. What's the number one way they could introduce technology into the show that would make it like more entertaining? I think they should be able to like phone a friend basically to like talk through a problem or whatever, or even ask their friend to do some like light Googling, just like allow like jail, like allow two phone calls or one phone call, whatever. So filming, filming takes place all before it's aired, right? Yeah. Because I was going to say it would be great if they could call and be like, hey, what shit is being talked about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be – or just like have access to like one Us Weekly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last – I feel like during um, Becca's season, I like made a case for oh, yeah. like yes. the sort of like Google station. Yes, totally. Like, right, like maybe 
in between hometowns. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still solidly like let them look at their social media. I know, like it what, would be what great. else is gonna come out? Or like just Colton going on Hannah G's Instagram being like, Wow, a lot of brands here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Like for him to see that she's like extremely yeah. a, like in that world. Red is dress really boutique. Helpful. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, thank you. You need to up your brands, babe. <laughs> yeah, seriously. At least get Revolve on board before coming on this show. <laughs> oh my God. It's a real twist. I like to think about it though. I feel like the show does need to evolve. Oh, and similarly, Johnny Bananas is trying to become the bachelor. He's like made wow. like a Whoa, serious? I'm sure it's like Johnny pulling a stunt to like make me the bachelor. <laughs> it's very hard to imagine they can make him do it. They could have him do it. But like it is interesting to think about like as reality shows in general are like opening themselves up. They're not just like closed systems like they once were. Like anyone could be the bachelor. And like would it be fun if Bananimals was was the guy? I mean, he's he is so sexist. I would hope he is yeah, not. It would be he a is <laughs> it is and so insane how sexist he is. It comes through on the challenge so much. Oh god. But but it puts a lot of people in play. Just a lot. Is his last name actually bananas? No, it's John it's oh. like Johnny Devenzio. I was gonna say like that, like that immediately disqualifies. He's been Johnny <laughs> Bananas for so long though. He was um on the real world when Hurricane Katrina happened because they yes. got evacuated oh, from Key West. Uh-huh. Oh, so I that was that guy is? So okay. that was in two... Yes, that guy. He's still around, Alyssa. Damn. He is kicking. <laughs> that was the fall of 2005, so he's been in our lives since 2006. <laughs> Thir- Johnny's been on <laughs> reality no TV for 13 years. no way he's going to be The Bachelor. Like, good luck to you, Johnny, but I'm sorry. <laughs> when you put it that way, it's like 13 years. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. It's a, a lot of miles on that guy. He's like the LeBron <laughs> of... Of the reality TV world at this point. Uh, Andrew and Melissa, thank you so much. Great to be in the same room as you guys for once. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you to our sponsors, Kalo. Kalo is spelled Q-A-L-O, and Kalo is redefining the wedding industry with the first ever silicone wedding band. It's designed to be more comfortable and safer than traditional metal bands. Kalo silicone rings come in a variety of silhouettes, colors, and patterns for both men and women that can be customized inside and out. Hey, they make the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. Take 20% off your Kalo order with the code Colton. Visit Kalo.com slash bachelor and use the offer code Colton at checkout. That's Q-A-L-O dot com slash bachelor to get 20% off your Kalo order today. And of course, thank you to Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You just take a few pictures, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With millions of people using the Mercari app in all 50 states, stuff really sells. And everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app store of your choice or at mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I dot com. I'll be back on Thursday. Talk to you then.